Tuesday, April 6th. Tuesday. Yeah, that's right. It's health, wellness, and selfishness. And yep. We're dig in. Yeah. Today's gift of the day. It is. Very little on this planet conjures such diverse emotions than music. Yep. Truly one of the most magical of gifts on this planet. It proves that we can successfully program and deprogram our brains. Yeah. Don't believe me? We fixed that. All right. So I've got a couple of surprises up my sleeve, and we're going we're gonna to have this kind of game that you're not prepared for. Okay. All right. So I'm going to play some... Should I be nervous? Uh, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Hopefully I didn't pick music that you'll be like sobbing over. <laughs> <laughs> but see, this is, this is kind of the, the whole impetus of this really came from uh, a comical experience that I had driving and a certain style of music came on and I don't want to give it away. I'll I'll, I'll play the music in a second and you'll understand what I'm talking about because I think it's a universal, especially in California, it's a universal reaction to this type of music. I I went down the rabbit hole with it because I never just take things at face value. I thought if I've got this immediate autonomic response to just a few bits of sound tied together, I made that connection myself. I wasn't born like you hear that music and you have this reaction. You build that. Mm -hmm. You are experiencing something on an emotional level at the same time in parallel. So you're layering that experience. That emotion is now tied to that sequence of sounds we call music. Is it inseparable? Some might say on a casual level, You can't tease those apart now. I'm here to tell you that you can. And it's evidence. And it's it's an optimistic way of looking at deprogramming your brain. So like when you have trauma, for instance, that's what a lot of people go through is that deprogramming process. You can. It can be done. So you can recalibrate those triggers or or see those triggers and then know what to do with them or something. Or even completely disassociate the two. And a lot of it has to do with rep. Repetition, at least that's been my success over time in deprogramming a particular, like when I want to reclaim a song. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there, right? You're, right. you're in a relationship and, and things are going well. <laughs> <laughs> and you're tying in music, you're adding it as an accoutrement to the experience, and now it's enhancing the experience. I like what experience. you said earlier, like a layer. You're adding yeah, yeah. a layer to the experience. So, with, and now as I'm older, I think, oh boy. If I play this song right now and it gets rolled into the relationship and shit hits the fan, I'm going to lose this song. I mean, doesn't that sound fatalistic and sad? It sounds very sad. (laughs) But it's true Mm -hmm. because I've been there. And so I've had to reclaim songs. I'm like, I'll finally get to a point where I'm like, damn it, I like that song too much than to avoid it because I'm upset. And you know how people are. Well, I'm never going to listen to that song again because it reminds me of him or her. I'm like, no, I'm not going to be a slave to that. I'm going to take that song back. Yeah, it could take me a few months to a year before I'm like, okay, now I'm brave enough. The the wound is healed. <laughs> it's a scar now. I can I can stomach taking that song back. Okay, because you're going to have to help me with Sarah McLaughlin, oh. Arms of an Angel, oh. because when that comes up on the TV yes. and it's the um, ASPCA, ASPCA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that is like... Oh, I need to get different emotions yep. tied with this song because I go right down. Uh, so I have I have a, a stronger emotion to that. I played it at my dad's funeral because he was in the arms of an Do angel. Do you have to change the channel? 
or mute it or I change the channel regardless because I can't stand I'm already a member I'm, I, I pay every month it's hard to watch that footage. I can't watch and it's the same footage so you're like oh I've seen this that dog's long dead by now because that was like 15 years ago and I usually say damn it Sarah you know why did you do that and then it goes away and then I forget about it but the the two the couple of entry chords on that song immediately that can be doing something completely uh, happy in another part of the house. That song comes on and I go, ooh, that's going to hurt. Okay. So I haven't reclaimed some of those songs. Okay. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. And I feel like when I need a good emotional, yeah, and I almost feel like I'm betraying my dad if I reclaim it and use it somewhere else. Right? Yeah, you wouldn't want to do that. Just like Amazing Grace is like the funeral song. I wouldn't change it for well damn it you just stole one of the songs that i had queued up (laughs) delete no no it's fine well i'm still gonna play it for the audience Mm -hmm. but it was supposed to be one of those pop-up songs that is on my list of okay uh, we all have this universal reaction to it right all right before we uh apparently (laughs) before we do more spoils i'm gonna go ahead and jump in here's my first selection that started this whole thing rolling now picture us, we're in the car, we're on the, it's a road trip, and this music comes on the radio. What do you think our immediate reaction to this music was, Michelle? Here it is. All right, there it was. It was, to me, it goes right to Cabo and right to Mexican food. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. We All of a sudden, we're right like. Right there. I mean, yeah. one, not even one whole bar. I didn't your- even get it out of my mouth quick enough. <laughs> I was being driven. And I never let people drive. But I was being driven. And the driver said, damn, I could go for some nachos and some salsa. And I'm Chips all, and salsa, yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I'm like, oh. I'm one step ahead of you. I've got the margarita poured already. I've got, I'm, I'm already biting into the burrito. Yeah. I don't ever want to tease those apart. Yeah. Every Mexican restaurant plays that same. I think they, it comes with the restaurant. <laughs> like, <laughs> the, or the it's, track. it's, 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 it's provided by Cisco, you know, the food <laughs> yes, purveyor. Like, exactly. okay, you, you ordered 10 cases of tortillas. Here's your soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> now you're complete. But every Mexican restaurant you come into, you're like, oh my God, there's that same music. And it's been reinforced over and over and over so many times that if I think I went into a Mexican restaurant and there wasn't music playing, I would immediately not like the food. Something would be wrong and I wouldn't be able to figure it You'd out. You'd have to turn around and just walk exactly, out. Exactly, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I, I want another one. This is okay. good. All right. Uh, here's, here's number two. Let's see if this has any impact on you at all. David, how yeah. did you know that one? Or did you? I've got some sources. Okay. Yeah. That is what I walked down the aisle to. Yep. Super sacred. Yep. And I think whenever we hear it together, it's like we pause and you just have to like start dancing yeah. arm in arm. And actually another one before that, I was having, I had a house party for my brother's birthday and we mm. had a DJ and the dance floor cleared like Everyone left the dance floor huh. except this group of girls, and it's the only song they dance to. So I have that comical that visual. 
comical vision in yeah. like the whole party just goes like the record scratch yeah, yeah. <laughs> except these three girls and they're like totally we're like okay that so was like two. their jam and that was let me ask you this did they dance to anything else or was that that was it they leaned up against the couch oh how funny it was the only See, only thing now that brings me to another point yeah we all we we seem to all i i don't haven't met anybody that i can recall that said oh i don't like music yeah i mean there's degrees right but i've, I, ne- I've never met anybody that said oh no yeah i don't listen to music no i've heard like oh i don't like classical music sure. or oh i don't like jazz but sure. not music in general that's like saying i don't like air right. <laughs> <laughs> i don't drink water <laughs> exactly <laughs> no i totally agree with you and because i feel like that is a there's something humanistic about it and and when i talk about we associate and we create those bonds in our in our minds with the music and we don't come out liking certain music. I will say that when you watch a baby and you put on music that's got a beat to it, they can't not move to it. Yeah. It's pretty phenomenal that we have that connection to it. Which is why I said in the gift of the day, it's, it's a gigantic gift. But the, where I was going with this is you've got the folks that are like, this this selection of music sucks. And then they put on Enya and they're like, oh, that's it. That that's what we want. girls had. Right. But then when Enya's gone, it goes right back to not liking the music. And mm-hmm. I find myself, you know, pretty wide base of music that I enjoy. And you and I have had this conversation before. There's very little that I'm like, ugh, God, I can't listen to that. But I know there's a lot of people that don't like certain types of music. Mm-hmm. And I, I have very close friends that there's a certain you know, style of music. She doesn't like screeching guitars and, and classic rock, which I, I know you and I, cause we played, we played a Led Zeppelin song together, didn't we? Yeah. Performed. I should say. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Stairway. That's the kind of thing that I'm talking about. You never know. Like somebody has a preference, right? I've got my preferences. There are certain, I'm not going to go there. I think we, you and I have discussed and kind of agree on the types of music that we don't care for. Mm-hmm. But I have a high tolerance as far as I listen to a wide variety of music. There are certain things that my brain literally, I'll be in the car and I'll hit scan. And then before you know it, unconsciously, I've already hit the scan. I'm listening to the music and it's like 10 minutes later that I realize, oh my God, I've been listening to classical this whole time. Mm -hmm. That's just the way that it it worked. And you knew my ex couldn't stand classical. Couldn't stand it. Said it gave her anxiety. I'm like, this is what I go to bed to. What Classical you... music yeah. gave her anxiety. Okay. I don't know what it what it did for her, but I'll tell you what. There was something in her life at some point that created that. Yeah. And she if she I think she went through some sort of therapy, drilling down on what that might be, if it was worth it to her, to deprogram that she could. Mm-hmm. And that's the beauty of our brains. And this is again, while music is the central theme today. It's the gift that we've been given. It's also a very optimistic, positive indicator that we can program and we can just deprogram if we want to. And I, I, I can I can I fall on the mercy of the court and admit something terrible? Oh, please do. So you we played your wedding song. Mm-hmm. If I played my wedding song, my ex, if she heard this, would be like, "Oh, that's our wedding song." And three other exes would also be, oh, that was our song. I 
Ouch. Yeah, was it... I repurposed the song because I love the song so much. It was so your much. favorite song. It yeah. wasn't like a hook. Like, right. Hey, baby, look at listen right. and, to this. And it wasn't like a douchey move where I'm like, mm, I'm thinking of her while I'm with yeah. you. Not at all. It Creating was. The layers. I loved this song so much, and it worked for me the first time. Chances are you would love this song. So when I played it for her and she fell in love with it too, I was like, okay, good. Now we have, we're going to deprogram those old memories. And I literally don't think of that first X or even the second X when I listen to that song. I'm, in fact, I've it's kind of just because I've listened to it so many times after, it doesn't really have that much of a strong connectivity with the memory. And I think that that's the key is repetition. And there, I'll, I'm going to play this next song. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> And it has everything to do with repetition in the context that it was played in the movie it was featured in. Okay. And I love this song and my ex, I'm like 100% in and she's 100% out. Like we couldn't be on more polar opposite ends on this song. I feel like it's like walk 500 miles. Oh it's my one God. Of those it's songs so, that's... this is dangerous talking to you. I mean, <laughs> eventually you're going to figure it out if we sit here and, and don't play it, but it's very, very similar. And when I play it, you're gonna be like, "Oh!" And I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait and well, see I what your what reaction side is. Of the camp I'm gonna yeah, be on. I, yep. There's no center ground on this. Okay. You're either all okay. in or all out. I can guarantee it. All right, here it comes. expecting a song I was going to be familiar with. Oh, oh. Yeah, because you made it like I was going to be on one side or not. But, yeah. okay, I've never heard of that song. And I, I almost, I didn't know when to cut it off because I, I get entranced by it and I just wanted to keep playing it. I liked it. It's just a small, oh, good. I could tell. I mean, at first you were like, uh, you were weighing it on your face and then. Well, it was like, should I have, should I know this song? Yeah, but and then, then you stopped looking at me because I was dancing to it. <laughs> and waving the phone. <laughs> yep, and, yep. No, I liked it. Great banjo. And as my mom would say, easy to dance too. Oh, for sure. You know. Yeah. Super upbeat. Like you can tell she's smiling when she's singing it. Wow. I mean, it's 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 over the top, like ooey gooey, sugary fun, right? Like, like on the Barbara Mandrell show or something. Right. I, I, so you might imagine my shock and horror to find out that my ex despised this. She just hated it. It was too sugary. It was too upbeat. It was too positive. And not to say, because she's all those things. But she just couldn't, she couldn't handle it. So what did I do? I made it my alarm clock. <gasps> so this is what we would wake up to in the morning. She'd punch me in the back. I bet she would. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was I, great. That's funny that you mentioned sugary because that reminds me of a friend who hates like the hair bands and oh. hates the sugary power ballads. <laughs> oh, no, that can't be. So that's a thing. I didn't know anything could be too sugary and I, like... So every rose has its thorn. She would like, kick me in the balls it. if I played it. Yes. That's one of my favorite songs to play. I love Poison. I love Poison too. But I love all rock. And I got yeah. that from my mom. I feel like it brings me right back to getting ready in the morning with each other. She'd yeah. be in the bathroom. I'd be in the bedroom. But we'd be listening to the morning DJ. And it was on a classic rock station. So that puts me in a really 
good frame. I, you know, it's funny when I hear that song because I've played it so many times in so many different contexts and different venues that I don't have a isolated memory that's with it, mm-hmm. with the exception of one thing. You just brought it up, and I can't believe it's parallel, and it almost sounds ridiculous. That's the music I'd have on as my sister and I were getting ready for school, and I could swear to you that I can smell Aquanet when that's playing. Mine was Aussie Sprench Spray. Oh, the, I can the smell grape. the grape. Oh, I loved Aussie Sprench, but it wasn't it wasn't sticky enough for my my big hair. Okay, yeah. it was. Your funny. hair is big. Mm-hmm. You've got naturally big hair. You must have been like a hit in the '80s. I had high hair. Oh, uh, it was it's awful. I had to really work on the high hair because my uh, ha- my hair's too heavy. Ooh, so goodness. I would literally hang upside down. Yeah, that's what you tease did. it and yes. then spray the spray in. It's what we did. And do you see what we're doing right now? Yeah, we have a all because memory. we brought up every rose has its thorn. This like, is this is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is the beauty of all this, right? And Easy Street brought up the memory of my ex, and Enya brought up the sweet memory for you, and mm-hmm. of course the first one made us hungry. And, <laughs> and we're, if we're I had been Mexican if food. I had been thinking, I would have put chips and salsa out for you. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you, that's like that's an appetizer to me. Like I hear that music, and I'm like, oh, I'm all in. Like right now, I could shift and go eat some Mexican food real easily if it was on my diet. So I'm not going to. I'm going to go eat some beets. Another beet splurge. Maybe you put on that Easy Street song. That sounds like a beets. <laughs> totally. Well, and let me tell you about that. Okay, this is, this is interesting that we circled back to Easy Street. That song, I hadn't heard it either. It was completely new to us. We heard it first time on The Walking Dead. And if you're familiar with The Walking Dead, this very evil character who I adore. And I, I seem to be the only person that actually likes him. Like everybody hates him, but I, I love him. His name is Negan. And he's a badass bad guy. And he takes one of the other troops guys, Daryl, and tortures the living shit out of him and plays that 24-7 on a loop. So any Walking Dead fan's gonna be it's gonna go right there. Oh immediately. To that. Yeah. Because it's so perverse. Such an upbeat, happy song, and now you've associated it with such torture. Someone getting the crap. That's beat. really, really going to break somebody down psychologically. Oh. And that was, so they used it as a weapon, music as a weapon. And I think if you if you recall this, oh God, was it Manuel Noriega? Was it was the Panamanian dictator? I think so. Do you know what part of the part of the strategy was and how they got him to surrender? Oh, playing loud music. They in played a cell? Panama by Van Halen on an <gasps> endless loop at the highest decibels possible and just blasted him out of his house. And he finally surrendered. No way. I believe that's a true story. That's what I was told. We should look that up just to vet it. But if it's not, let's let it, it be urban myth. Because there's so much urban it myth out there right like now. It's like an urban myth. Fuck it. Right? It's all free for all. Everybody into the pool at once. Might as well. There's nothing accurate out there anymore. I could just make some shit up right now. Yeah. People would be believing it tomorrow and they'd be posting it. Unbelievable. All right, so I've got uh, two more. I'm going to play three in a row and see what your thoughts are. Okay. And you already gave away the one. Okay. Yeah. See where your, your, your emotions go. Here we go. Hey, Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Remember to let her into your heart. Then you can start to make it better hey 
So anybody having just happening to overhear that must be thinking, what the fuck? That's a weirdest mixed down montage of songs ever. So the first one, Hey Jude. That's special to you. Yes. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a humdinger. It's a humdinger for my dad and I, something that he and I loved so much. And I played it for him when I first learned a guitar. Um, I played that. I also played when I'm 64. I learned those specifically for him and, it actually had an influence on when I took my saint name. I took Jude. It fit perfectly because St. Jude is the patron saint of lost causes. And being that I take care of the elderly in America and th- those who have dementia, they are oftentimes abandoned. So poignant. Yeah. So it made sense. I was always the guy that rooted for the underdog. So that, that song has a, a visceral, re- I have a visceral response from that. Sure. You could see it on my face. And then, of course, the second one was the one that you'd, spoiler alerted, uh, Not a amazing dry eye grace. In the house yet. Yeah. Yeah. That will get me at a funeral just yep. boom. Yep. Try performing it at a funeral for somebody you loved. Yeah, it was rough. I remember playing it at a funeral. My girls were singing it. I started singing it and then I went just to playing the guitar cuz my voice was gone. Yeah. You can hear me cracking right now just even thinking about it. It was for a beloved resident that we loved so much and we performed it in the garden. He was responsible for this community garden. So we went to the garden that meant so much to him and performed that. <laughs> Just even rolling up there, I'm like, I looked at my girls, I'm like, I don't think I could do this. And they're all, dad, dad, don't. Don't crack. You got to do this. And they pulled it off flawlessly and I was the idiot crying. So yeah, Amazing Grace gets a lot of people. And then the last one, it should give you some sort of up. Uplift. An uplift. Yes. Yeah. But I, I wonder, does that create could it create a sadness in someone else or yeah there's a there's a lyric since we're dropping in music left and right there's a great lyric from dave matthews it's called funny the way that it is or funny the way it is the song lyric goes someone's broken heart turns into your favorite song So there's the two polar opposite ends of the spectrum there, where to you, this is like, oh, this is one of my favorite. I love to snuggle down with my hubby. And meanwhile, the artist that wrote it was in absolute heartbreak. Yeah. Right? So I think about, because I listen to Chris Stapleton a lot, that guy sounds like a tortured soul. I don't know if that's a Mm -hmm. talent that he can fake that, or if he's really bleeding those lyrics out onto paper. He almost sounds suicidal. I mean, it's just really heavy stuff. But how can, can I fall in love with that music so easily? But it to him represents absolute anguish. Funny. It is. The way that it's... it is. <laughs> that was Dave's actual song title. 
<laughs> and I was so deep into thought. Yeah. Um, the best, one of the best parts of music is listening to the background of why that was written. Sometimes I don't want to know. Really? I, because sometimes I, I'll hear the reasoning behind it. Or better yet, I'll fall in love with alternative language music. Like I love Turkish music. I don't, okay. You probably didn't know that about me. And it's one of those things I also tie when I do the Persian food extravaganza that I often do with the purda plow and the mm-hmm. the um, homemade baba ganoush and and the kabob kuibade. I'm playing Persian music in the background and I'm drinking the anise flavored arach, which uh-huh. is the I I don't want to know the lyrics to these songs <laughs> because I'm afraid that it'll influence how I feel in the moment with the songs. <laughs> what if it's happy birthday? <laughs> Good. That's good. I just don't want to hear like it's a song about, you know, children going to war or something because yeah, yeah. a lot of it's probably heavy. Same with French music. We just we just had uh, Spotify on and it was straight up French cafe mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. I love that stuff. So I don't want to know the lyrics. And the same with Hispanic music when I because I speak Spanish, but for some reason I can't usually decipher the the music when I'm listening to it. For some reason, that's where my Spanish cuts off. I'm like, oh, this is a great song. And then I'll have a friend go, you know what this is about? And I'm all, no, please don't. Yeah. Because it's going to ruin it for me. Don't ruin it for right. me. Yeah, like Gypsy Kings. I love Gypsy Kings. Don't tell me what those lyrics mean. Because it could screw it up for me. I like it the way that it is. Don't 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 rock the boat, brother. Love it. Yeah. All right, Michelle, lots of crazy, fun music bombs dropped left and right. You got into it pretty good. I, and it. I think... This wasn't an experiment necessarily with you, but I just wanted to bounce it off of you and see if you felt the same way. Because if you didn't, I'd be like, "Uh uh-oh, maybe I stand alone. But at least two of us believe that there's that inseparable bond between music and events in your life that carry heavy emotion. So It's, It's hard to disagree that music reaches us, all of us, on many different levels. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. And it's such a, I mean, there's there's much, obviously, there's much deeper thought that goes into the concept of why you identify with certain types of music, whether it's culture, whether it's exposure, whether it's the lyrics have some sort of very important meaning to you. Like uh, 80s heavy metal didn't have any real contextual strong meaning to me mm-hmm. because it was all about chasing women mm-hmm. right that's basically big it. big hair and chasing chasing women. women drinking driving fast not not your not your heaviest right, right. And, and i have to say no poetry going no, on there. no no and i have to say as a huge country music fan i think i just posted something the other day on my love for country and the country music it's very similar as well yes. like you're not talking like deep real deep concepts you're talking in country. about a solo cup Right. <laughs> you're talking about solo cup. You're talking about cornfields. You're talking about being shit on by the liberals. You're talking about trucks. You're talking about trains. You're talking about mama. You're talking about pulling night shifts, but mostly again, chasing women and drinking. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's it. But the vibe but is the vibe. What it's oh, all about. And the quintessential slow song breakup and the quintessential revenge breakup yes yeah, you yeah. cheated on me yeah I'm mama can you die buttons. from a broken heart you ever heard that blank face it's just, blank stare it, i don't listen is, to country oh god i love it I, love, I can't i can't not listen to it especially when i go into the country again there was an association 
I'm not listening to 80s gangster rap when I'm rolling in to a one-stoplight town. I'm just not. Although, strangely enough, that is blasting out of some of these people's cars. And I'm like, how did you associate inner city with... You're in the opposite of the inner city right now. Mm-hmm. Can you relate to it? I, what? I don't know. That's a huge inquisitive thought that goes through my brain of, okay, how do you relate to that? And that ties in exactly. So the homework is, all right, we got a two-stepper here. Two-stepper. Easy easy dose. Okay. Is you make your playlist of the songs and you connect the meaning to it and really think and conjure those emotions to those favorite songs. Put yourself right back in there. Are you cruising? Oh, like I have a flashback playlist. Are you going to a party? Was there a party song that you and your crew would listen to? Before entering. And, and see how and deep you can go. Feel it. Sit yeah. with it. Have like, fun Go into with it. detail level. Like, oh, I was wearing this or, yeah, I was with this person. And like you said, like the smell yeah. that you can remember. Was it cigarettes? Like you're getting yeah. ready to go to a party. Or right, right. the hairspray. I like that. And then step two is a little harder. Or level two is a little bit harder. Take that song that you've disassociated with. And you know mm. what, David? It's usually not a song. It's probably like a band oh, you right. associate with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, oh, your ex-girlfriend or boyfriend uh, loved this band. So every time it comes on the radio, you just have to turn it off because wow. that reminds you of that person. I have an immediate story about that. Okay. My ex-wife couldn't listen to Pink Floyd. And it was because of some dude she dated in high school. Okay, so she's perfect for this homework. Like, let's thread that out. Yeah. And find a new connection. Right. Reprogram to it re- in something appreciation. positive. Like, appreciate that band. Right. Again, disassociate yourself with that person. Because you're the only one that's stopping that from happening. You realize it has nothing to do with him. It has nothing to do with the band. It's, it has nothing to do with their songs. It's you. And that was, I have to say, without being too tough on her, when I found that out, I thought, wow, she's not really good at adjusting. She's not very versatile. She's committed to just okay with throwing the baby out with the bathwater. This happened. I didn't like it. Now I'm associating it with this music. This music's off the table now. That's and something I'm like, to oh, re- wow. Re- that says a lot examine. about a person. Yeah. yeah. What? Pink Floyd's awesome. <laughs> right? And so, if you just erased that little layer, because God, by now, that was like 40. No. <laughs> I don't want to make her that old. It was like 75 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so it was probably like for her, it was 1988. Come on, man. And you've given that up. To that person. You you gave that person a lot of power. Yeah. So this level two is just try it out. Yeah. See what happens. That's a good challenge. I like that Can challenge. Can you listen to that band again? Yeah. I've got a weird third level. Ooh. This is a weird third level. Okay. Take a song. Like you just had Easy Street. Mm-hmm. You've only got one emotional tie to that, and that was from today. Find a song you've never heard before and go make a weird association with it. Ooh. A weird association. Like go walk through the forest barefooted and only have that song like loop that song over and over and over again barefoot through the forest now the next time you hear it out of randomness you'll be like oh that's my barefoot forest song better yet like give that song to someone else make them think of you when they hear this that's good there's so many layers oh we could really i think we could really go down the rabbit hole with this 
Like we could we could have a party and loop a song, and all we're doing is eating hot sauce. So every time you <laughs> listen to that song, you've got this weird craving for hot sauce or disdain for hot sauce. One of the two. Make it work for you. I like yeah. it. I like it. Or why did we just dance around in diapers? You know, this is what I'm talking. <laughs> that's Get like weird. The, from Ally McBeal. I can't stop this. Oh, that's right. The Ooga Chaka. <gasps> that was it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. How do you pull that out of the? Hat? I told you I'm good. Ooga Chaka. Ooga Jaga, Ooga Jaga. The dancing baby. God, yeah. that was a thing for so long. I, was, I had no idea what a meme was until that happened. And then I'm like, oh, look at that. Again, there's another connection. Never heard that song before in my life. Boom. Now it's a dancing baby. Yep. In a diaper. I love this. This We could play with this. We could have like an institute that all we do is program people musically. Huh. Now the government might want to do that. Bomb. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. All right, Michelle, what was your mic drop moment? I think that was it. Oh. How fun could you, how much fun could you have from this on so many different levels? Music means so many different things to everybody. It's fascinating. That's just a a web you've cast out there. Absolutely. Of connection. Yeah. I want to hear what people's connections are to certain songs. Oh, me too. I want to tell people... When I hear this, I think of you. God, you know, it'd be fun. We keep talking about these parties we're going to throw. What was the one party? Oh, we're going to watch The Breakfast Club. Yes, outside. Outside with my movie screen. This would be another great party. Bring your top three favorite songs and the reasons why they're your favorite songs. Mm -hmm. And then you just sit around, have some wine, eat some tapas, and listen to these songs. And then you're now building another connection with those songs because you're bringing into someone else into it. We've done that before because you can you can have the playlist. You can set up the the next song on Spotify. Yeah. And yeah, when your song comes on, it's your turn to say, "This is why I picked it." Get out of here. Yeah. So you've already done that. We've done it. See, nothing's nothing's original. We were around a campfire outside, it. and we all got to pick our first song. Campfire. And... You even took it to the next level. Yep. Love it. I love this. This is great. There you this go. This is great. Get out there and fly that kite. Yako key. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement. Very little on this planet conjures such diverse... (laughs) Diversiousness. I'll take number one. All right. (laughs) Easy, Easy dose. Okay. Is think back to the song. And what it does to you. What are, what the fuck? Why can't I get, my mind is so turned off. Okay.